What does a satisfying nursing career look like to you? Let's talk about it here on The Nurse Keith Show, Episode 2. Welcome to The Nurse Keith Show, where I share with you the education and inspiration you need to take your nursing career to the next level. The Nurse Keith Show is your destination for savvy and up-to-date information that will assist you in creating the most satisfying nursing and healthcare career possible. Welcome and enjoy the show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nurse Keith Show, episode number two. I'm glad you're here, and I am really excited to be with you for this second episode of the Nurse Keith Show. So what does a satisfying nursing career look like to you? Does it mean that you're happy in your work? Does it mean that you get home early every day? Does it mean you're earning enough money? Do you have supportive colleagues? Do you have nice colleagues who treat you well? Is there room for advancement? Is there room for growth? Is there room for inspiration? It means something different to all of us, and it's really a very individual decision what that career trajectory looks like to you. You know, back when I graduated with, from my associate degree program in 1996, I announced to my professors and my nursing cohort in my class that I wasn't going to pursue that lauded two years of med surge, or even one year of med surge, by that in that matter, and I was told that it was basically professional suicide to do so. But I felt in my heart that the hospital was not the place where I wanted to be, even though I'd done really well in the hospital during my clinicals. I was awarded the award for clinical excellence when I graduated from school. So it wasn't a lack of technical skills, but it was knowing in my heart, deep in my heart, that the hospital was not the place to be. So I decided to head out there for ambulatory care, working in a home care, working in a community health center and hospice. And I forged a career path that now, 18 years later, has been very satisfying for me, but it really had to do with what I wanted, where I wanted to go, and not where I was told I should go. ...more powerful, and as we realize the extent of practice that we can endeavor to achieve. So whether you're a new nurse and you're just carving out a path in this profession that is just becoming something that you can embrace as your new career trajectory, your new professional identity, or maybe you're a seasoned nurse like me who's been working for, say, 15, 20 years, maybe even a quarter of a century, or maybe you're one of those nurses who are well-seasoned and you've been practicing, say, for 30, 40, or 50 years. Is what you're doing right now satisfying? Are you working with people that inspire you? Are you working with the patients who you want to be working with? Are you doing the things and using the skills that really speak to you, the skills that are really coming from your heart? 
Are you able to be yourself at your work? These are questions to ask yourself so that you can assess the state of your career, where you are, where you've been, and where you'd like to go. And there are many ways to decide where to go next. There are many people you can talk to. There are many avenues for exploring what there is out there. But one of the first things is really to assess your career, to assess the state of how you feel when you get up in the morning, put on the scrubs that you need to wear to work, or when you get ready to go into work at 3 p.m. or 7 p.m. or whenever it is you report. What are you doing? What are you wearing? Who are you hanging out with? Who are the patients you're serving? And does your career at this juncture serve you? You know, back in the day, I made a promise to myself that I would never work in a position where I had to wear a uniform or I had to wear scrubs. Now, to many of you nurses out there, that might sound crazy, but I never wanted to wear scrubs or a uniform. So when I first worked in a community health center back in the late 90s, I did deign to wear a lab coat because I was told I had to, and I hated those white lab coats, so I went out and found myself a gray one because I just couldn't wear the white. And then most of the jobs I had after that were in home care and hospice and then case management, and we basically wore business casual. So I would just wear nice button-down shirts and slacks and a pair of shoes, and I was off to work and never had to wear anything else but street clothes. And then a number of years ago, about five years ago, I, due to my economic circumstances, I took a position doing home care, eight, 12-hour shifts with the same patient here in New Mexico, and I had to wear scrubs. So for the first time, I actually had to go out there and buy scrubs after not having worn them since I was in school. So it was an interesting experience, and I did that for about four years, and it was okay. I didn't mind wearing the scrubs. I didn't mind not wearing out my street clothes for a nursing job, but now that I'm a director of nursing and I'm back in home care again, that's where I really like to be. I know that I like to just be in my comfortable street clothes. I know I like to be in patients' homes where I can be one-on-one in an intimate setting, looking them in their eye, looking around their home, checking out what's in their cabinets, talking to them about their medications and their lifestyle there in their own home. I'm a guest in their castle, and I love that. I love walking in and just hanging out with my patients, sitting on the couch, having a cup of tea, and having that one-to-one experience. Now, some of you would rather be in the ICU, surrounded by the machines, by those patients who are really in extreme health situations, who need your intensive care, and that's wonderful. Some of you would rather be in, say, OB, delivering babies, working with moms, and that's great too. Others might want to be in the NICU, working with those little tiny babies who really need your support with all the machines and all the technology that helps to keep them alive and help them to thrive and survive, and that's wonderful too. The secret is finding the place where you feel your heart and your spirit are fed, where your colleagues feed you, where you can feed your colleagues, where there's a feeling of collaboration and support and respect and where your values are equaled by the work that you're able to do. And when I talk about values, I mean, 
If you value communication and time with patients, are you working in a situation or a facility or a unit where you have the time to spend with your patients? Or do you value research? Do you value evidence-based practice? Do you work in a place where evidence-based practice is adhered to, where people even pay attention? Maybe you work in a workplace where there's not a whole lot of time, but four or five of you want to start a journal club so you could read the latest research and then bring that information back to your team. Sometimes it just takes starting an initiative to do something new in our workplace so that we feel like we're contributing and that we're living our values and working as nurses and being in our integrity. You know, currently I'm the director of nursing of a home care agency, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, and we are slowly growing. We just passed our joint commission certification survey, which was an amazing accomplishment, I have to say. And we are gathering around us a team of like-minded, spirited, inspired people who really want to be there, who want to work together as a team, who want to collaborate, who want to cross-pollinate, who want to have fun and want to serve our patients to the best of our ability. And that team, that inspired team, is inspiring me to be the best manager, the best director I can possibly be. And I feel like at this moment, I'm thriving in that environment. My wife mentioned today when I came home from Albuquerque that I seemed so happy, so inspired. And that's because when I'm there at the office hanging out with my colleagues, I feel happy. I feel like we can have fun. I feel like we can accomplish something. And that job at this very moment in my career is extremely fulfilling for me professionally and personally. Now, if I was working nine to five, Monday through Friday, every day at that job, like I have for other jobs, maybe I wouldn't feel so inspired after a period of time. But I've created a situation where I go down to work about one day a week for a full day, and then I telecommute and do conferences by Skype and by phone and by Google Hangout with my nurses and with the other people in the organization. And I see patients in other outlying areas up here near Santa Fe, and I only go down to the main office about once a week. Now, that might be very unusual for a director of nursing, but that is in line with my values, and my values are having enough time to do things like record this podcast, coach my clients in my coaching practice, do my writing, do the other things in my life, feed the other parts of my life, and the other streams of income that I've created for myself so that I can have a life that's professionally and personally satisfying. So nurses, I'll ask you right now, take a really deep look at your professional life right now. Take a look at the trajectory of your career where are you working? What does it feel like when you walk in that building? If it's a building or, or if it's a place you telecommute to, if you work from home, what does it feel like? What does it feel like in your gut when you're getting ready for work? What does it smell like when you walk into work? What is it like when you interact with your colleagues? Is it collegial? Is it friendly? Is it fun? Is it bland? Is it flat? What are those relationships like? How are you able to interact with your patients at your work? Is it fun and inspiring? Do those patients bring you professional inspiration or joy? Or do those patients bring you a sense of, 
I don't know, do they bring you a feeling that it's just not really working for you? Do the patients bring you down? Is it a population that doesn't really work for you anymore? These are things to consider. A lot of us can tend to feel stuck in our career. We can feel like, oh, this job's the only job I can find. There's nothing else out there. We can continue to tell ourselves that. But if that job isn't working for you, how long are you willing to stay there? How long are you willing to stay in a specialty that's not working for you? Conversely, if you're working in a specialty or in a facility where you're happy, also assess that. What is it about it that makes you happy? What is it about your colleagues that feeds you, that, that really instills something in you to want to be a better and better nurse and a better and better team member? So if you know what it is that lights you up at your job, then you can take that to the next place where you want to go. That inspiration, what you feel at that job, you can take elsewhere and create it for yourself again. Because sometimes, even if we're satisfied at a job, we will realize that it's time to move on. Like Michelle Schacht said in a song many years ago, she said, the secret to a long life is knowing when it's time to go. And I believe that's true in our professional lives as well. It's knowing when it's time to go and knowing when it's time to stay. So do you want to stay or do you want to go? To the community out there who's listening to this podcast, I encourage you, I challenge you actually, think about your career. Think about where you've been. Think about where you are. Think about where you want to go. Oh, the things you could do, like Dr. Seuss would say. Where do you want to be a year from now? Where do you want to be five years from now? How about 10? What would you like to accomplish in your career? What have you not done yet? What have you done too much of? Have you changed too many bedpans? Have you done too many home visits? Have you not done enough home visits? Have you not looked your patients in the eye enough? What is it that lights you up that you want to do more of? And what is it that kind of weighs you down that you'd like to kind of weed out that you don't want to do anymore? Consider these things. Consider what you've done, where you've been, and where you'd like that road to take you. So I hope this has been inspiring for you. I really hope that you can take this home, sit and think about your career, and consider the ways that you can make this career even more of what you want. And for the things that you don't want, get rid of them, because it's time. It's time to let them go. It's a new year. Time to shed the aspects of your career that aren't working for you, and time to embrace and manifest the parts of your career that really light you up. So I hope to hear from you soon. I will talk to you again. And I hope that you can take this message and run with it. Have a great day, folks. Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from today's episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your career satisfaction and professional development. Be sure to follow the show on iTunes, follow at Nurse Keith on Twitter, like Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook, and email me at keith at nursekeith.com with your questions and comments. 
Stay positive, care for yourself and others, keep moving your career forward, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing and healthcare career better than you ever imagined.